know that there has had to have been some sacrifice, whether it's time or nutrition or whatever it is. I'm recording myself talking about having a relationship with my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave Kennedy. And this is Hacking Health Podcast. You're the one that's supposed to be in charge of that. Uh, I feel like I'm on my holidays this week. I'm actively taking a week off work to work (laughs) in person. Um, I'm going to say we're on episode 132. Welcome to episode 132. What's going on, dude? Well, I mean, I just got to hang out with one of my good buddies uh, last week. You know, did some some sightseeing. It was good to to hang out with them. And, uh, you know, I had a good time. So, yeah. Yeah, no, obviously Ben was in town uh, for a couple of days before his uh, big event here coming up this week. Actually, today is Monday, February 26th, so you're literally getting this hot off the presses tomorrow. Um, we had many opportunities to record a podcast, but we were just so busy, and now we're doing it last we minute. We so we- infinite other things yes. while I was in Cleveland, and I was like, we'll record it on Monday, and then it got this morning, I was like... Oh shit! We need to find time, find time to do yeah. this today. And today was like the busiest day ever. Cause I had like two pieces of gym equipment. My uh, cousin came to go see Trusted Sec. I was like driving back and forth. I had to go back to get the things. I had to go pick up my kids, and it was just like total chaos. So I'm like, she's like drenched in sweat right now. I haven't even eaten any lunch, but I've gotten two protein shakes in because that's the only time I have available. Um, well, the good news is I I'm just back from training, so that's the reason I'm covered in sweat. And I just had a bowl of cocoa pebbles, so. I know you may not be in an ideal situation, but I've absolutely fucking nailed it today. So, well, I'm definitely going to hit some Taco Bell on the way on the way uh, hmm. there in a little bit. So, got to got to get some uh, protein and carbs in there. So, some extra cheese nice. some, or extra beef, and uh, move from there. <laughs> yeah, double protein, please, and everything. Um, double protein. So, yeah, for anybody who hasn't been following on social media, we I was in Cleveland for the weekend, like for, just 48 hours, maybe max. Um, we did the let's do as many things as we possibly can in the shortest space of time possible. We did get two decent lifts in. Um, yep. We had some good food. We went through the Dave's secret steak cooking method that I've been told that I can never share or my life will literally be ended. I'll disappear off the face of the earth. That's right. That's um, right. And then yesterday, Sunday, um, I flew Cleveland to Phoenix. I will say when I left Cleveland, it was like 17 degrees Fahrenheit. When I got here, it was like 87 so it was a bit of a t- bit of a difference in terms bit of a difference. But we are in we are in the the first of three we hack health compounds for the week. Um, everybody started to get in yesterday. So Randy get in, Daniel get in, Tyler just arrived today. Andreas arrived last night. Dave Wilson, uh, Dill is here. Phil's coming in today. Kira's coming in, and Armand. Um, so we can get to hang out with them. Got to go to the gym today and. Tomorrow is the day that everything kicks off. You get in. We have some things to take care of. Yeah. Um, and then we go from there. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to a packed week of uh, hanging out with everybody, getting some lifts in, hanging out with some good good people, and uh, getting to know some more folks that I haven't you know, got to meet in person, uh, you know, just through virtual and everything else and part of the crew. And uh, it's a really cool event you put on. I'm sure there's a lot of packed things that you're not even telling me, but I know. Oh, there's so top- many things. Like, even, even like, so I'm in the room that I'm standing there, Airbnb, just over here. There's so many things in boxes that you don't know about. There's oh, so many man. things in boxes that other people don't know about. So it's uh, all of the secret stuff that we've been building up and we've been hyping up will yep. all come to light. Um, it was a really big secret we're going to be talking about next podcast. Yeah, I was actually thinking, I was like, we've talked about that. I was like, oh, we can't. We're like just can't. about eight hours, eight hours too soon in terms of what we can talk about it. So 
next podcast. Actually, I would say we'll find the time to record that this week because I think doing that one impression yeah. is is the way to do it. So all I of agree. the secret stuff everybody's been amped to hear about will we'll, we'll be this week. Yep, I think it's a good idea, good plan, and uh, yeah. So I think it's gonna be a packed week. I um, I'm getting everything ready here. I got to do like the seventy things of pills, um, you know, that I got to lock up and get my testosterone and all that good stuff ready to get get packed and and all that good stuff. But uh, you know, I uh, I'm get, I haven't even packed I haven't packed my clothes yet. I've been working on like the vitamins first. That's the most important. I can figure out clothes <laughs> later on. I already can get clothes over there. But shit, you trying to put these supplements together? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it'd be good. Well, I, I do have a topic for, for today to, to run through, um, which has been a topic on my mind because, you know, you, I, I'm sure you get this a lot when you talk to somebody, somebody will come to you and be like, hey, you know, I want to get fit, but not like Dave, right? You, you mentioned that the other time, right? And, yep. and what I think people need to recognize, and I think which is such a, a fascinating thing about our bodies, is that our bodies actually change to what they what we need of them so they're essentially morphing to the task that we have at hand so you know a good example look at you know marathon runners for example their bodies are built to be marathon runners their their body adapts to you know being lean extremely lean but having you know very specific types of muscle fibers that allow them to go long distances their cardiovascular support increases to be able to sustain you know, that level of, of elevated heart rate and also keep the heart rate down over time. And, you know, the, and, and it makes a lot of sense because if you think about, you know, our roles when we had to kind of fend for food and do different things, our, our body had to adapt to different situations. You know, if it was trying to chase a fast animal, well, we had to be fast as well. Uh, if it was going long distances to forage for food, our bodies had to be able to be able to accomplish those long distances or, you know, if we were, you know, going and chasing large animals, we had to be strong or, you know, to build towns, you know, things like that. So our bodies are literally whatever we want them to be, and we can be anything that we want to be, right? And I think that's the really cool part about, you know, your fitness journey is that, you know, you have a lot of people that are like, well, you know, I want to be really good at cardiovascular work and just run a million miles. I love running. Cool. You know, your body adapts to that, right? Um, or I want to be, you know, in a, a a decent size build, but be strong and cardiovascular fit as well. And you, your body adapts that if you have to do a little bit of both, right? It's kind of like uh, the way I like to equate it is when you go into, um, you know, any type of like MMORPG or like an RPG or something like that, and you get to select, like, are you a necromancer or a druid or, you know, a, a warrior or, you know, like a barbarian, you know, your body is basically the same type of thing. Are you a rogue? You know, you got to be fast and, you know, stealthy and quiet, um, you know, so your build's got to be a little bit shorter. So, you know, it's like those types of things that, you know, I think I've, I've really started to realize, you know, over time that, you know, you can forge your body into being whatever it needs to be. Your body adapts to what that is. So if you're lifting extremely heavy weights, your body adapts, then you can lift heavier weights, right? If you're lifting weights for volume, well, your muscles grow in a different size to be able to handle that, that level of volume. So, you know, what we're trying to look at you know, in your, in your fitness journey is what do you want to be? Do you want to be a necromancer or a druid or a barbarian or a wizard? I feel like I want um, to be a barbarian. Definitely a barbarian. No, there's no question. So it's funny. Anytime I ever select a character, uh, it's always a barbarian. Like I just want to be the go in maul everything, be the tank, you know, go in with everything. Right. Um, very, very much to my personality. Right. And so, you know, I think, you know, what people need to realize is that there's different ways of, training different muscles or different things in your body to be what you want to come. And 
it doesn't mean that you have to be a marathon runner, you know, like, but you can be good at running or you can be lean and, you know, have good cardiovascular support and health, um, you know, and, and your muscles are, will, will adapt to that. So, you know, I think talking a little bit about how do you customize yourself, customize your character to be who you want is a, is a good discussion. Yeah, well, I think yeah, I hear this quite a lot. It's like, you know, I want to get big, but I don't want to get as big as Dave or, you know, insert whatever the thing is. The, my response to that is you do not get that by accident. Like we will not accidentally get there. Like that is a lot of work and like dedicated, specific direction to be that person. Like you have actively told me many times that you want to be bigger and stronger, as big as possible, as strong as possible. So you'll not get there by accident. And I always laugh at like, not always, but majority times, you know, whenever I'm talking to the females, whenever they're talking about the gym, they're like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like wake up big and bulky. I was like, I've actively been trying to wake up big and bulky for 10 years and I still don't, I still don't feel like I'm there. So it's like understanding number one, what you want from training and number two, what you need to do specifically to get there. Um, for me, I want to look strong and be strong. Um, I want to, have some level of fitness that if I need to do something that's physically taxing, I'll be okay. But I have no interest in doing super long distance endurance stuff. Like if you need me to run from here to the end of the street to get something cool, anything past that, we're fucked. But that's, that's the thing. There are the things that I want, the things that I value. I want to be strong because whenever I feel physically strong, I feel mentally strong. I like being able to go into the gym train with you last week. We did legs. I mean, my legs are just barely now recovered from whatever day we trained them on. But I like going in and being able to push big weights and being in control of it and having that, uh, I guess, confidence in myself, uh, in my ability in terms of strength and sort of knowing where I'm at with things and sort of how far I can push depending on how my body's responding in certain situations. So understanding what it is that you want from training, what you value and what you don't value, uh, and then understanding how you sort of build and tailor a program around that. And it's actually funny because this is Dill's sort of first interaction of, of different clients. We were at the gym and we were on the way back in the car there. And he's like, it's so cool to see, like, there's maybe only five, six clients here total. He's like, it's cool, so cool to see, like, everybody's just there for different reasons. You know, people are there and they're talking about, like, you know, they just they just want to be healthier or they just want to be physically more fit or they just want to make sure that they, you know, don't, don't die or they just want to get bigger or they want to get leaner. Like, you know, there's so many different variances of even the small handful of people that are here already. His observation is, you know, everybody's out to do their own thing in their own way. And it's cool to have been able to tailor what it is that they do in that way for them specifically. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the really neat part about, you know, when I started training, like what did I want to accomplish? And, you know, from the very beginning, it was, you know, I wanted to get larger, leaner, you know, look great. Jack AF, I think was the term that we coined right at the start. Like we, we are trying to get jacked AF. I believe that is exactly the term that I used as well. So, you know, it's, it's, um, and, and it's been, you know, it's been a journey, like trying to figure out exactly the best way, you know, to get there and how my body responds. And, and here's the thing. Once you get to a certain point, things change or your, you know, appetite changes, your calories increase, and you have to keep shifting in a different direction to continue to push you in a different way. And your training may be different. You know, I think when I talked to you, I was doing Orange Series three times a week. I do it twice a week, right? You know, I think I was lifting every day, not lifting every day. Um, I wasn't lifting every day. I think I was lifting like twice a week, but... You know, the, 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 the training has definitely shifted differently, you know, throughout my journey through this, just to kind of get to the desired results or how I recognize my body a little bit more. My body's a little bit harder to, to grow or to attack in different ways. Right. And so you have to try different things to get to, you know, a different type of state. And I think that's like the really cool part that I, I enjoy with this is like, it's, it's always like I'm learning something different 
um, every single time, or I have to do something a bit, you know, weirder, you know, in a way uh, to, to get the desired results that I want to. And, you know, I feel like sometimes like when I'm, you know, like, like this training program doing now, it's like, uh, it's a whole different way of looking at, you know, lifting that we did. Right. You know, it's like you go in with a leg extension, you just blow your legs out right away. Right. You're going heavy, yeah, heavy, 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 three sets. And I was like, are we, are we done yet? Like, I don't think I can move anymore. And then we just complained. My complaint was that we were complaining in person and not texting each other. The, the leg day complaints. <laughs> there was a lot of complaining for sure. Um, going on. So, um, but it was, it was a lot of fun, obviously. And it was just a different way of kind of like looking at everything. Right. It was just, you know, I, don't, I keep dinging. I'm not sure if that's me or you. Is that I me? Think it's me? I cut it here. I cut it here. Good. You, you can't hear the dings. You know, like Why did my camera just go crazy? My camera just went crazy too, didn't it? Man, oh man, oh man! I can't believe you're the one having technical difficulties in right? our studio. In a fucking zoom in, that's so weird. <laughs> and it, and it yes, won't let me turn the camera the, off. I think the point is, well, for me anyway, understanding that things will adapt over time. Like I've I've talked about this many times, but. My initial goal whenever I started training was to fill out my t-shirts, like to actually look like an adult meal and actually like, you know, fill out my clothes. Um, I've obviously have ticked that box many times and just continue to get bigger clothes. Um, and I think for me overall, like it, cardio and endurance, like has never been something that I have valued. And um, there have been times where I was like, I would like to feel a little bit fitter and I've done something to sort of allow that. Um, but it always has been that it always has been that focus of how can I get bigger and stronger, um, and then sort of going through different periods of okay, pulling back and I'm wanting to be a little bit leaner. And as I said to you in in your gym last week, like I'm, I'm at the stage now with my body composition that if I stayed this lean, I would be totally fine. So I'm not like yeah. super concerned about okay, right? I need to do this crazy surplus phase to put on loads of muscle mass, and I know that I'm going to put on loads of body fat. But also at the same time, I'm not that far away from like if I wanted to get really really lean i'm probably about four or five weeks away from that um so if i could maintain this over a longer period of time like i, I would be quite happy and i'm at the stage where you know we had some really good quality food we were away probably had quite a lot of calories still have the the freedom in terms of that like don't need to really watch that as much as i would if i was like trying to get any any leaner um and my performance in the gym like i've absolutely no issues like i feel strong i feel in control like all the movements are going up and i'm, I'm hitting some all-time pr so I'm at a stage in my training career, and bear in mind, this is now 10 years in, where I'm actually quite happy with the stage that I'm at. And one thing that, that we don't talk about enough, you and I specifically, or just coaches in general, is just being okay with the maintenance phase. So it's like, you know, whether it's you went through this really high growth phase or you went through this really difficult cut, actually just being okay with being in that, like like owning that weight, owning that body composition for two, three, four months, and then going, okay, right, I want to push things in, in either direction. I think we're so caught up in okay, no, I need to be bulking or I need to be cutting or I need to be doing this or I need to be doing that. It's like, why don't we just sort of like redefine what your baseline is? Um, and again, just you're mentioning like things that change over time, like our, our baseline calories will change based on body composition, based on what our training looks like and and how we even train. Like I know that you and I are training much differently than we were probably this time last year, um, just in terms of like what the intensity looks like, but also what the duration looks like. And that was a big thing for me to overcome not towards the end of last year, but the year before, when, whenever I was working with James, it was like I sort of had it in my head that if I wanted to be in any way in shape, I needed you know two two and a half hours in the gym because that's what I used to have whenever I used to work in the gym floor. But yeah. responsibilities are different now. You know, 
managing a business is different now. I don't have the two and a half hours. I'm working in a gym, like active. You have to go to the gym. I'm not just already there. So sort of understanding that, that you can still make the progress that you want, if not potentially more, if you're a little bit smarter about it. Um, so it's not not essentially being attached to this one process. It's about sort of learning as you go. And one thing I'm doing at the minute, I actually went through a call this morning with it, and I'm, I'm trying to just map it out what it looks like is actually changing the process of, of how I coach because it comes from who I've been coached by doesn't mean that that's right or wrong it's just what I know so it's like how can I sort of evolve that based on you know the people that I now work with what their needs are specifically and learning almost how to to coach the person and not just coach through the process um, and that's that's sort of the stage that I'm at with my own experimentation in my own training and what I'm doing and what you and I are doing and then how can I sort of filter that as to having an understanding okay like what does the individual person need you know do they need the yeah. sort of data-driven extended you know spreadsheet for checking or do they just need to know that I'm on the other side of the phone if you know the shit hits a fan and they need something and, and I've definitely learned especially working with so many people and with the the type of people that I do everybody needs something different whenever it comes to the entire process yeah, there's no question. I mean, uh, everybody's in a different stage of, of their fitness. I mean, you have folks that, you know, have been bodybuilders before or have been, you know, power lifters, uh, you know, in different areas. And so, you know, they're in different stages, need to have di different needs, different ways of looking at things. And, and you know, again, I always go back to the, the thing where you're like, oh, you know, you know, I have to talk to my trainer. I'm like, why, why does my trainer have a trainer? But, you know, <laughs> it makes obviously a lot of sense because, you know, you're always trying to learn more about yourself or how you can get better and improve. But also, I think the most important piece is someone to hold you accountable um, you know, to not slip and, you know, not focus on things because obviously you're, you're building a business, you're doing a lot of things, you're traveling. It's just as easy to not go and work out, not go and do something, you know, and at the end of the day, I think you really need to take a look at, you know, what your priorities are and say, well, you know, is there a way for me to have some sort of support system to really help me out to get to those goals that I need? Or if I don't know how to get there, getting the help that you need to, you know, to be able to move yourself in that direction. And it you know, truly is, uh, unique in every single way for every person because every person has access to different gyms or different foods, different you know lifestyles, different ways of looking at things. Um, so those are all things that I think we need to be considered of of one another. That you know not everybody has a gym at their house, not everybody you know has a gym you know that even knows how to eat right or what macros are you know different levels. And someone that's pretty dialed in has been doing it for twenty or thirty years, looking to do something a little bit different, right? Um, as we get older, maybe you know you're not deadlifting six hundred pounds, but you're focusing more on you know, fatiguing the muscle and attacking the muscle in different ways. So, you know, it's, it's just a, a journey that we all learn, you know, as we go through and mine has, has absolutely changed uh, since then, you know, how I eat, how I look at things, um, you know, when I try to get my stuff focused in my count, my calendar is always, you know, focused around when am I going to get my lift in? Um, so I can, you know, hold myself accountable, but obviously, you know, make sure when I'm checking with you when I do um, that it is accountable uh, for those different areas. So, you know, it's just a lot of different things that, you know, you kind of have to take into consideration as you're moving through this um, and your journey. No one knows everything. Uh, everybody's learning new things. There's new data studies coming out all the time about best ways of fatiguing. The, the truth of the matter is if you lift, you lift heavy, you know, you're lifting volume uh, and you're, you know, keeping that time under tension, you're going to, you know, gain muscle. Or if you're, you know, traveling for distance, you know, you're, you're doing sprints, you're going to focus a little bit more on power and those, those quick bursts. If you're, doing more, you know, you know, longer distances and trying to get your speeds up, that's going to condition you to be able to run longer distances at different speeds. So, you know, again, it's just training your body to morph to what it needs to be, because at the end of the day, our bodies are designed to morph to the stressors that we put it under. That's it's such a, a cool mechanism, right? You know, um, if our body's under stress, it adapts by trying to get stronger. 
um, to adapt to those types of situations. That's the only way it knows. So if we're not doing those stressors, we're not putting our bodies under under any type of you know physical stress or duress. Um, it's not gonna it's not gonna try to change anything because everything's fine, and our body doesn't know any different, right? But at the same time, you know our our, our bodies start to break down because we essentially didn't have any purpose or you know uh, ability for us to to need to have that. So our bodies actually start to break down a bit more. We live less, you know. Um, you know, obviously the the studies show. Uh, lifting weights and, you know, cardiovascular work and just, you know, putting your body under some sort of duress, you live a lot longer, a lot healthier, reduce cancer risks and everything else. Cause your, your body has to adapt to that. You know, we have to be able to accomplish that. It doesn't just randomly happen. Right. And um, you know, it's just, you know, kind of focusing on that as we go along. Yeah. And I think that, th- that that's the exact thing, you know, the, your body will adapt to stress. And if you put your stress, your body under stress, it will literally go, Oh shit, I can't handle this. I need to work right away that I can actually handle this. And that's how, you know, I'm, talking specifically about building muscle because that's what i know um but like what a cool thing to be able to do is like all right i can't do this this week what they need to, like your body thinking like what they need to do to fix this like how do i need to rebuild muscle that little bit more so i'm that little bit stronger so that I, i'm not in that same position next time i go to move the weight or or whatever the thing is yeah. uh, but i think that one thing that just in line with all of this because i know sometimes you and i can talk and you and i have been you know three three and a half years four years we've been talking about everything about our journey and obviously we're at a different stage than, than a lot of people and i think one thing that i actually again talking to dylan on the flight yesterday is like you need to remember that so many people are at so many different levels so there's probably people who have absolutely no fucking idea what we're talking about and i need to remember that from a from a coaching standpoint there's like the basics and, and how to sort of nail them and just what you were mentioning there about you know if you're if you're continually putting new volume in and, and higher weights and continue to increase the the load overall like I'm not going to say there's no right or wrong way of doing things because there definitely is a wrong way to do it. But if you're consistent with your training, if you are performing the exercises in a way that you can feel the contraction of the muscle and you're doing it safely and you're doing it with proper form and you're consistent and you're adding weight and you're adding reps and you do that for time, your body will change and adapt like that. It, yeah. That is the long, it, it, it will be forced to like, there's no way that it will not do it. I had a call with a client this morning and we were just talking about the sort of like timeline of, of things. And I think that the biggest thing is, people don't see the results as quickly as they thought and then they give up and then they start to go that little bit backwards and then they don't train for six months and then they start again and they're on and off the wagon. I was like, if you had have just stayed consistent for the three months, four months, whatever it was in between, you would be in a much different position than you are now. And I think it, it's the biggest piece of it is the time spent and the amount of time, like long, like long time looking at months, if not years to see proper progress in terms of, of what it is that you're doing. And I think that that's where a lot of people fall down. It's not necessarily that everybody wants to do the the quote unquote right. I don't know what the right training block is. I don't know what the right nutrition plan is. Like just fucking pick one and do it for a long period of time and adapt it as you as you go through. Yep. Literally, your body will adjust and adapt to whatever situation scenario you put it through. So if you're continuously working out and you're consistent, things change, right? If things are heavier, um, things will change, right? If things are lighter, things are going to change, right? If you don't need it. Um, it's a good, it's a good way of looking at it, but, um, we're going to have to wrap, wrap up the podcast here very shortly. I know it's a, it's a quick one, but I did want to hit on one thing, uh, cause I got to go pick up, uh, Aaron, but, uh, um, we're going to do a quick, quick, quick 30 minute podcast this week or a bit, a little, a little bit less, but, um, I, there was a, a, a recent study and I was actually listening to Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who leads a lot of the longevity studies. She's really great. She's got a great podcast, uh, not as, not as frequent, which I actually kind of enjoy. Um, but she, she, talked a little bit about her two staple supplements, and I'm sure you can guess what they are, which is vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids, right? 
so DHA and EPA, uh, leading to the longest level of longevity that they can find from a longevity supplement. And those are super cheap, easy to go and buy, um, and two things you can add to your protocol. And so I just saw this thing from the New York Post that that was really good. And uh, you know, it's, it's, this is, he's a doctor, um, Dr. Michael Greger, he's a longevity expert, um, talks about his four key supplements that he uses. So it's vitamin D, uh, you know, EPA and DHA, omega-3 fatty acids, uh, you know, fish oils. Uh, uses B12, which aids in nerve function, the formation of red blood cells and DNA production. It, uh, it is also a vital nutrient in the diet, but similar to vitamin D is mostly found in animal byproducts, posing a deficiency risk for plant-based people. Um, and then he talks a little bit about his kind of antioxidant protocol, which is a little bit of, you know, a mixture of, of, of a few different things. Uh, you know, he's got, uh, where is it at? Uh, turmeric, which I use quite often. I, I keep that away from my lifts, though. Uh, you don't want a anti-inflammatory um, usually around the same time you lift, uh, black cumin, ground ginger, ginger, and gooseberry powder is kind of his like little supplement he uses as a fourth, but you know, the, the, the antioxidants very powerful for cleaning up, you know, some of your, um, you know, uh, th things in your body. And then as well as, um, vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids, probably two core supplements that you can add to your diet to go and do it. For so, sure. And I think that, you know, obviously, I mean, I talk about supplements endlessly, and I'm very conscious that I'm like, I don't want to just be the guy that just recommends supplements straight off the bat. But if people want a baseline in terms of supplements, definitely vitamin D is something I would recommend for everybody to be consuming. Definitely omega-3s. The other ones that I would recommend would be uh, creatine because I think the benefits beyond even just training are, are massive. And then some sort of like green spider on my end. Like I would, I would have no issues in having that conversation and recommend that to anybody because I know the, yeah. the benefits of it. And without having to look at any blood work or anything, you know, you're deficient. Yep, absolutely. Well, sorry for the short podcast, everybody this week. We'll be back at a normal one this next week with some really exciting announcements. Promise that we will make it worthwhile in the next one. Yes. Yes. This is our first short podcast, I think, in a very long time. So we, uh, we, get, a, we get a little bit of a pass. But uh, yeah. Anyways, well, thanks for tuning in for this week. We'll catch you all next week. See you next week. Later. Later.